Welcome back to The Right Angle. We've got G-Man. We've got, I was almost going to say Cece, but then I remembered better. And we got Mo. Cece called at the last minute, and he's got a very important development or developmental meeting. I'm not sure which. And uh, he'll report on that on the next episode that he's on. So, G-Man, let me just start out with a powder puff question like the kind they ask Biden. <laughs> And then I'll answer you, it like he does. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. We'll, yeah, we'll be here all night. <laughs> Are you a big cereal eater? No. Not at all? Not pretty much at all. I, I'm a wow. spurt eater. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe literally once a year I'll get it. And, and, and I'll tell you what it is. It's usually uh, bran flakes. Really? Raisin okay. bran. Raisin bran. Yeah. 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 Nothing to do with the uh, digestive system. Just like it. Just... Yep. yep. But the rest of the time, you just don't eat much breakfast? or do No, you eat... I do not eat breakfast. Oh, all right. In any way, well, shape, or form. Huh. Has that been a long time? How about growing up? You certainly had to eat breakfast growing Never. up. Never. No, no. What? Okay. We, we did on vacations and stuff. When I was growing up, uh, like during the school year, I this is not, this is no exaggeration whatsoever. My mom would yell at me. I'd be in bed. And my mom would yell at me because she could see the bus down at the oh. end of the street. She'd say, get out of bed. The bus is coming. And I would make that bus before it left our house. So I never From had breakfast. From bed. <laughs> so was that mean no brushing teeth and no? Oh, no, uh... no, not none of that at all. No, <laughs> it, was, it was right out of bed and right, right to the, to the bus stop. And was that into high school or through high school? Or when did you start this poor behavior? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was um, uh, let's see, in high school, uh, it was a little better because in, in high school, my sophomore year, I could drive myself. Okay. So it was like, you know, I'd get up and I'd get to school 10, 15 minutes before it started. And, uh, right. and do it that way. But no, I never, I was never, if I ever ate breakfast, like if I'm on vacation and we'll do that when we go out with people, I can't eat lunch. I got to go breakfast, dinner or lunch, dinner. It's usually lunch, dinner. How about you? Man, I, I don't know when the last time, well, I, I could probably remember the last time I didn't have breakfast cause I had to get up early to get on a plane or something. But yeah, I, I eat breakfast probably 360 days a year i would say wow <laughs> if not, but so yeah the, the cereal question i'll have to ask cc if he does but my my thing is sometimes i'll stand at the pantry and try to remember what i had the last two or three days so i don't like repeat my cereals too often <laughs> and that, that can be that can be a and of course when it's humid out and you have like a if you were to have raisin bran or some, you know, flaky cereal, you just have to eat it so much faster because it gets soggy, soggy so yeah. easy. Yep. Gosh, there were there was someone, I think it was, I think it's one of our daughter-in-law's father. He will pour. I haven't seen him do this, and I think that's who it is. He pours milk on his cereal, then he goes out for a walk, and then he comes back and eats it. Does he have any teeth? <laughs> I think so. It's just, oh man, oh. I just, I just have to eat it so fast. Uh, so you don't like soggy cereal? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Do you, but, let, let me ask you: when you, 
when you grab a box and you pour it out and you're, and you're doing it and you're like kind of <clears throat> half asleep in the morning and you take your first bite, you go, oh, crap, I had that yesterday. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think I I mean, I may have done it, but I I'm a pretty early riser. So I get up and, and do a bunch of stuff. And so I don't eat breakfast probably until 45 minutes after I've been awake. OK, wait, wait, you're up and awake that long before you go to work yeah yeah i've always been a uh, pretty early riser I, I mean i usually get up at five twenty is my wake-up time <laughs> what were you in the army or something <laughs> Jeez. No, i just wow <laughs> just like to get up and uh do stuff i guess but yeah so but you know sometimes you have a big problem because you'll run out of a cereal and then you've got to decide what to mix it with and that can be an interesting <laughs> <laughs> a dilemma too i always picture like post and kellogg's the cereals like fighting each other in the bowl or something <laughs> would you do anything so wild as put in count chocula with lucky charms no just because i wouldn't eat that sweet a cereal oh, any marsh okay. I, don't, I haven't eaten i haven't eaten any marshmallow based cereals in man a long time okay did you ever so you never like ate cereal when you were young and like picked out the marshmallows and ate them separately? <laughs> no, I never, I know I never picked them out, but I, yeah. I, I probably had some kind of, uh, uh, you know, cereal of some type. Uh, yeah. You know, How about so. your brothers and sisters? Mm. Did they eat breakfast? No, they, we were never a, uh, we were all going in, in five different directions. Uh, yeah. And uh, it was never a sit down, have breakfast thing ever wow. ever interesting yeah but dinner certainly Dinners, yes dinners certainly okay uh was that way and uh and whenever we were on vacation it was it was always breakfast on vacation so so when you when you go on vacation and have a breakfast like that do you have like ham and eggs and i mean what's your yeah it's it's your... usually it's usually just uh link sausage eggs and toast got it Hash browns, they, that, that puts me over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> so. so you've never been to that place in the town where you live, that highfalutin uh, place that went where the I think the Pizza Hut used to be or something? Oh, yeah. I've been there. I've been have there. Have you? Yeah, five or six times. How have you found it? I found it kind of overpriced and maybe a little above average in terms of food. Exactly how I found it. But I'm stupid <laughs> and I keep going back. <laughs> That's exactly how we both found it. It's like, oh it, it's like, honestly, we thought that the cook during the week was better than the cook on the weekend. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. we did have two good ones and three bad ones. So, okay. I mean, you know what bad ones are? It's like, you know, what am I spending? You know, and you, like you say, you leave and it's like, what did I do? Just spend money on dinner? Yeah. So that's I, I never really thought of how much in a in an independent restaurant like that, how much the food can change based on who cooks it. I guess I really never thought of that. Well, after <laughs> after the back and forth one on that thing, I, I said, there's got to be somebody different in there at least once a week when I come in, you know, because yeah. it, it sucks when I come in. So, wow. Um, but there's always a line. That's crazy. There used to be a line. There's not so much a line anymore, okay. I don't think, with that thing. I, okay. I have a buddy, by the way, just as a side note, that that uh, goes to different 
little diners all around the mid mid area state area that we're in and writes a little synopsis about it when he goes there for his breakfast yeah and uh, and does he publish it or put it online or? well he hasn't done that yet because he's but, but he's gone to probably 30 different ones oh wow and uh and he's gone to a lot of ones that i didn't even know were around those yeah. towns that he went into and then he'll tell me oh that's a good one that's a bad one that's they have cool. hot coffee this coffee sucks you know so huh but yeah that's what he does that's cool yeah We'll have to uh, bring CC in on the cereal discussion, but I understand you got a few uh, governmental issues in your craw. I, I'm I'm not going to go on those just yet. Okay. I got uh, something in the mail uh, yeah. the other day, and I just opened it up out of curiosity. It's junk mail, and it happened to be something about sunglasses. And I opened it up, and it said, uh, "Treat yourself or somebody else to our coupon of." 50 to 75 dollars off your pair of sunglasses. And I, I looked at that and I go, <laughs> what? 50 to 75 dollars off a pair, off a pair of sunglasses? <laughs> I, I, I looked at that and I said, I wouldn't even come close to, to spending that on a pair of sunglasses, <laughs> much less 50 dollars off. So I, I looked at the the, the three pair that were on there. One was $190 for one. One was 163 and that one happened to be the one that looked just like the kind that Biden wears. Oh, gosh. Those, those aviator yep. ones. Yeah. And then there yep. was one that looked like something that Jackie Onassis Oh, gosh, yeah. And they were $300 <laughs> for those sunglasses. And I said to myself, anybody that wears sunglasses like that has no right to talk about inflation any time in their yeah, lifetime. Right. I can't imagine. Can you imagine going in and peeling off $15, $20 bills <laughs> to, uh, uh, to buy a pair of sunglasses? I am trying to think of the most expensive ones I've bought or my wife's bought for me. I, I would imagine... Uh, you're probably thinking, or maybe you know of your answer, but I can't imagine more than $35. Those would be expensive for me. Yeah. I mean, I go to those racks where they go, where there's the orange yep. sign, 50% right. off. And then yeah. you go, oh, okay, 10 bucks. And it's fine <laughs> yeah. by me. Yeah, that's probably more, I would say like, you know, 1999 is probably a how long do you have sunglasses before they break? What's the longest you've ever had them? Uh, I would say I've, uh, I could probably keep them for maybe 18 months. Yeah. 18 that's months around right. there. Uh, yeah. I've had a couple of pair for years. I'm a trout fisherman. And so I keep them in my vest and yeah. uh, of course they're polarized and right. um, I've had those for maybe 20 years. So. They're polarized, not polarizing. Though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they have so nothing to are... do with politics. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah how, so what's your typical way of breaking or wrecking or losing sunglasses uh, every 18 months? It's the bow on it. It will, it will crack because, you, you know, you, you never pull your – I don't ever pull my sunglasses off 
on both sides. Everyone pulls them off on one side usually. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's the side that gets loose, goes wonky, right. and then breaks. It's either that because or the nose piece. And that wasn't who was the guy on one of the CSIs that had that classic thing where he would take his sunglasses off and then look into the camera and deliver like his stock. Oh, yeah, CSI line. Miami. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caruso, yes. or I forgot. Yeah, David Caruso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I man. Hated that guy. Anyway. Yeah, that it's always curious whether it's sunglasses or come and enjoy a meal and get, you know, $30 off or when you see those things, because you know that the price has got to be a minimum of twice that four. Yeah, at least and yeah. usually three or four times that. So uh, do you get many of those uh, mailers that, hey, come and enjoy a scrumptious dinner and learn about how to <laughs> save for retirement or something? All the, time. All the time. I assume you've never been to one? No, never been to one. No. Uh, Have you? You wonder. No, no. We did a timeshare thing on our honeymoon, and I think that was the last one we fell for. But you wonder how many people, like if the restaurant, you know, seats 30, you wonder how many people show up for something like that. I mean, they, they keep doing it, so they must have some people show up. I, I I did tell you my speaking of your timeshare. I did tell you about what I did for my that cruise, right? Uh, the, give me a, start start the story, and I'll see if we remember it. They uh, I you know those little boxes, those little cardboard boxes that say you can win a Caribbean cruise. Oh yeah, and uh, so I put in um, it said your name, your occupation, and your telephone number, and I said I was Doctor G Man so-and-so and i was an optometrist and <laughs> i put it in there i didn't think anything of it did, did i tell you this no i didn't think anything of it and like two weeks later somebody calls and says dr stowe and i think it's one of my buddies i go yes it is <laughs> she goes well you've just won a caribbean cruise and, and I'm, I'm playing along i'm going yeah no kidding really where are we going <laughs> well you know you're going to the bahamas on the on the and after about literally 90 seconds of back and forth, I'm going, wow, I think I know what this is. <laughs> and, and I go, um, I, I go, I'm not a doctor. And there was like 20 seconds of silence. <laughs> and then they go, well, you want it anyway. <laughs> Your name was picked. Wow. So I, I didn't want to go on a cruise. I never want to go on a cruise. So I had my brother and his daughter and my wife go down to Florida. Really? Yeah. And they went so on I, the cruise, and I stayed yeah. in Florida with my brother. And, and uh, it was a legit it thing. It was a legit thing, and it was, it was um, three days. And, uh, but it was, it was one of those things where you had to go listen yeah. to the – and I told my wife and, and my, my niece, I said, you got to go to that thing because you're going <laughs> on the cruise. Right. And, and of course, they weren't going to buy anything there. But uh, I, I guess wow. I put one over on them for once, you know, after they put yep. it over on everybody else. There you go. Yeah. It's an interesting industry. I guess you would call it an industry of, of giving away free stuff and in the hopes that you're going to sell whatever it is, insurance or timeshares or who knows what. I know those timeshares are pretty horrific to get out of, too. Yeah. From what I understand, yeah. there's a company that helps you get out of them. And then you say to yourself, really? 
That's not a good advertisement for timeshares. I know. When you have a company trying to help people get out of it. So <laughs> it's not so much fun. I, I look at those things like I do being in a, uh, uh, speaking of golfing, being in a league in golf. I don't look forward every week to going to the same golf course and golfing yeah. and holes. Yeah, I like to, that's right. I like to get out and do different things, and you can't do that with a timeshare. Yeah, and then they I think they instituted those things where they have like co-ops and you can go to 10 different timeshares. And I think that was a little twist they put on it to get more people, but I don't know how well that works because it's always the weekend you want to go or the week you want to go, you can't. Right, and... right. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. It is, it is. Yeah. Oh, I, we, uh, my wife and I watched 2,000 Mules this week. And uh, yeah, it's very, I mean, persuasive, but... As I may have mentioned in a text, there's really no way you can prove it because you can't get those ballots out of the garbage and look and see who they voted for and if they were legal. But it's so obvious that just people in the dead of night with masks on and gloves on and pulling up, dumping them off and running back to their car. I don't know how any, how anyone could see that and say, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> Exactly. Hillary lost and they, they thought she was a shoe in uh, that she was just going to, you know, take it by storm. And when she lost the the day after she lost, they started planning that. I guarantee you yeah. on how they were going to cheat and make sure that we're, I mean, they took the person that got kicked out first in the primaries, which yep. was Carmela. And, and then they took the worst one, Biden, and put them both together. And said they won the election. They they went from the greatest president in U.S. history to the absolute worst president in U.S. history. Sorry, everyone, but that's the truth. People would realistically argue Trump Trump in the top whatever, but I don't know who would argue Biden. I mean, even I mean Carter wasn't totally incompetent. He just wasn't. Uh, he was out of his league. Know, yeah. yeah. And and I'm sure, you know, back in the 1800s or something, when we were first getting going, there were probably some that weren't as astute, but holy cow. Yeah, this guy is is uh, three steps away from assisted living. Uh, <laughs> for what little assisted living he has left, anyway. Yeah. it's uh, He's a joke and an embarrassment. To, uh, and, and th th this is one of the first things I want to touch on, too. All Speaking right. of jokes and embarrassments, I've, I've got a good analogy for Democratic spokespeople for Biden. Whenever they're talking about his policies, they look like one of those sausage balloons in front of a business that's trying to attract attention <laughs> because yeah. every single one of them are waving their arms and hands violently all over the place when they're trying to express themselves. Almost all of them do that. And then do you, whenever a Republican or a conservative is being interviewed, it's like they're being, they're standing there waiting for their picture of the yearbook. They're just perfectly quiet. And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, very meaningful. And uh, the, the other people just go out of their, their minds, the Democrats. Yeah. You wonder if that's a, coaching thing a philosophical thing or just a desperation thing i'm thinking it's desperation <laughs> yeah be, be, i know when they they know that they're wrong when they're talking that's all there yeah. is to it 
when Biden was talking at the AFL-CIO, I don't know, yesterday or the day before, he was just mean and mad and yelling. He's just so unappealing. I mean, I've never seen a politician that just looks so angry and just sullen and just no joy at all. And he has a horrible smile, too. <laughs> he, he, he was almost beat red when he was talking. And I don't want to hear any more about this inflation and this, you know, sorry, pal, but you caused it. So live with it for what little life you have left. So uh, it sickens me. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It, he's, it, it's almost to the point where you're going, does he really know that he caused everything? I seriously, I know, he, I know. He, I, he's so whacked out. It's hard. Uh, it is hard to figure if he, how cognizant he is of, what's going on, what people have to tell him if he wakes up, if it's like Groundhog Day for him and he <laughs> still thinks his first day in office yeah. or something. Uh, uh. Gosh, yeah, it's really. Uh... And the other thing on on the related note of, I guess, conservative commentators versus liberals, does it is it just me or are the women on the conservative shows like three times prettier than most of the oh absolutely liberals absolutely i i i'm gonna say it i you can block right. it out if you want to but but every time i see a prius on the road that i say you know live together or unity or uh you know a rainbow yeah. flag or something the person right. that drive that's driving it is not gonna get asked to prom <laughs> they are they got hit with a big ugly branch off the ugly tree and uh, yeah. every one of them, every one of them, I have not seen one good-looking one. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. And and just in general, I guess it's part of the mindset and the philosophy. They're just always angry, always upset, always looking for a problem that they can solve by taking power and taking it away from you and getting it for themselves. And then if it gets solved, then it's not good enough or they didn't get solved right. So we need more money and we're going to fix it again this time. Like the war on poverty and, you know, the war on race and everything else. Well, let's talk about that for a second. All right. The, uh, um, the war on uh, poverty. There's, mm -hmm. a, there's a rag that was sent to me in the mail, which is junk. But I, I happened to look through it, and it's uh, very left-leaning. And there's this big headline that says, Biden administration lowers high-speed Internet costs for the state's families. That's what it says on the, on the big headline. Then I read down there, and it says, in a White House statement, they say, high-speed Internet service is no longer a luxury. It's a necessity. But too many families go without high-speed internet because of the cost or have to cut back on other essentials to make their monthly internet service payments. Oh. Lowering prices, including the cost of high-speed internet service, is Biden's top priority. Okay, it's more important than gas. That's me ripping it up! And who, who's, who, what kind of organization sent this out? Oh, let me unrip it. <laughs> oh, you literally did. Yeah, that's uh, um, oh, that's in shreds. It's the the state independent. That's what it's called. Huh. Okay. The state independent, and 
and and to say something like that and and what's happening today in America is like ludicrous. And I, I looked at that paragraph and I said, if you have to cut back on other things to make high speed internet a priority, you lose. You yep. are a loser if you have to do that. You're not going to do that anyway. If you're in that low of an income that you can't afford internet, right? The, the game is lost. Just like the the panhandlers who have their cell phones on their you know seventy dollar <laughs> a month plans or whatever. Yes, exactly. Yeah, with that Gosh. big wad of singles in their pocket there as they they yeah. Uh, I I as I told you before I do. Today was a great day to do this. I always like to hold a dollar bill out the window when the wind's going 25 miles an hour and then yeah. let it go just before they get there. <laughs> if they can find it, ever... then, then I think that's a job well done, you know. Yeah. But it's going to be four have blocks you... down the road before they can get to it. So Have you ever done that or not? No. Okay. I, I've often thought about it, but uh, yeah. um, I don't, you know, who knows? They might have a gun. They might yeah. be crazy. It would be interesting. It would be very good. Uh, what's the word? Not, it's not really a psychology, psychological, but it would be a good uh, study to do that with like a $1 bill, a $5 bill, a $10 bill, 20 all the way up to 100 and see at what point they would run after it. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if it was a windy day and you got your wallet out to pay something outside and like a one dollar bill flew away, would you go run after it? Not at all. Really? Not at all. All right. So so what would be the the denomination that you would run after? Uh, I, I guess it would it would depend on how fast the wind was blowing and yeah. where which I mean, way it was. Uh, Let's say it was a field that has not been planted and the wind was blowing such that you would have to go at like a fast jog for 25 or 30 seconds to catch it. I, it what I would probably do is it would have to be 10 and, okay. and I would go maybe, maybe uh, 50 yards. Okay. And if I couldn't catch it, then good luck. The next you, person you can let have it. it. Go. Maybe it'll be a homeless one. Who knows? Okay. You know? So ten dollars and, yeah. and fifty yards. That's yeah. that would be an interesting experiment. Yeah, five dollars. Forget about it. I'm not. I'm not running. Yeah, after really? That. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if that makes me feel like, or people think I have white superiority or what. But, <laughs> no. But, uh, I, um, no. I, that's a, okay. I don't want to twist my ankle for five bucks. Yeah. So when you golf, do you go in and get, if you can see a ball in the water, will you get it? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. do you have a... And I got I a mean, ball you, retriever. Okay. Oh, I got a real premium <clears throat> ball retriever that I can... Uh, yeah. But when I do take them out, I give them to the guys I'm playing with. I don't keep them. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, a fish might touch it or something. I don't want that, you know? So um, oh. I, I always and give then, them to the other guys if they want them. Okay. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And when you hit a ball like in the rough, in the deep rough, how long do you sort of have a guideline or a limit of how long your foursome will look for it before you give up? Probably two and a half minutes. Okay. So pretty short. Yeah. I mean, if somebody's, if nobody's behind me, 
then yeah. then I'll take as much time as I can to try to find it. But right. then if I don't, then the next one I fish out of the pond, I will keep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going oh, with man. a deficit on golf balls in the, uh, in the golf yeah. course. Uh, yeah. Um, I will fish my own golf ball out, though. Okay. If it trickles in and I know where it's at, I'll go fish it out right. and keep it. But yeah. um, I don't usually keep other people's golf balls. Okay. I'm charitable, not... That's su- yeah. superiority. There we so, go. Yeah. That's that's right. Yep. Did I tell you about the bumper sticker I saw? And because I don't remember if I saw it last week or the week before, and in big letters it said Biden, and then in small letters it says owes me gas money. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I gotta buy a dozen of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I cute. saw another. I, I've seen some other Biden ones that that are along. You know. They say Biden in big letters and then in small letters it's some slam against him. Yeah, or some some saying like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I was on a golf yeah. course in California once and I found a golf ball in the middle of the fairway that said President of the United States. Wow. I still have it. Yeah? Yeah. Was it a was it a golf course that was good enough that a president might have played it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, but wow. I'm sure I, I'm pretty sure you know, he wasn't in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> the golf ball or whatever, or shanked it right. over into my golf, into my fairway there. But, but yeah. uh, it was one that said president of the United States. And I don't, I don't know if you can buy those. Uh, oh, did it have, but it wasn't branded Titleist or it top was a Titleist, or anything? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. It was okay. A Titleist. Yep. Wow. Yeah. They have the presidential seal yep. on it. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it and is. so you have it. I do. Have it. In a, I do. Huh. Nice. Yep. Here's a question that I was thinking of kind of following that horrific shooting in Texas and Buffalo, but just in general, would you agree or disagree that gun control equals mind control? In what way? In that if they can control your guns or lead you to believe that that's a good idea, they are also controlling your mind. Yes. I do believe that. I do believe that if people think anything along those lines where the government takes away some of your rights or whatever is is mind control because that's what they're doing to you to be able to take it away from you is is you know mind control is probably what it is but it may sound like a little too spacey to some people but that's yeah. that's exactly what it is. They're they're what they're doing is they're throwing out there that these guns kill kids and they're, you know, they're no good. Why, why do you need a gun that's like this and that? And that's controlling. If they keep saying it over and over and over again, like the Democrats do about everything that's wrong with their party, then people start believing it. And that is, I think a form of mind control. Yep. I mean, when you even think of from a common sense, practical standpoint that, if you gave 100 people a gun, or maybe more like if you gave 10,000 people a gun, 9,999 will put it away in a safe place, and one person would do something stupid, maybe. So it's obviously not the gun that's the problem. No, absolutely not. It is the person. They're, they are mentally unfit for society when they go out and do something like this. It's unimaginable to people that that think properly to go out and do something like that to kill kids 
in the classroom. The only thing I was grateful for in that whole thing was was that they blew his head off. Yeah. I, I would have been I mean, so it, upset if they if they said, put your weapon down, and he put it down. I mean, it's so obviously a mental disease or disorder or illness because the person has to know that nothing good can come out of it. I mean, when, when you rob a bank, you're going to get money. I mean, that's your goal. Or if you steal a car or you, you know, commit some crime like that. But when you do something like that, there's no upside. So it's obviously a mental problem. Absolutely. I mean, there's, yep. The, uh, the only, the, one of the few things, as I said before, that I would hope would maybe make them think twice about doing that again is having a national law that says if you go in and ever do anything like that, anybody else again, you will be shot dead regardless. Yeah. We're not going to talk to you about anything. You're going to go out of there in a body bag if you do that. I, I think maybe that would help a little bit. Uh, yeah. To, maybe not on a lot of cases but or different ones, but I would hope it would help. How many, this is really bouncing around, bouncing back to Biden for a minute. And we know about the 81 million votes. As I like to say, they may have counted 81 million votes, but maybe 60 million people voted for him or whatever. But if you if you polled just a thousand totally random people, or even if you polled a thousand Democrats, how many people would admit to having voted for him? That's an interesting question. I would imagine it would depend on what location you yeah. were, you were uh, talking to the people about. Maybe some of the Midwest Democrats might might look over their shoulder and say it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> but but East Coast and West Coast, oh man, they're they're flying that Biden flag like you wouldn't, believe. Uh, and and they're going down it. in flames because of it. Well, yeah, they're flying that with a, along with the rainbow or that new version of the... It's so funny now that, that that regular rainbow flag from last year or two years ago is now totally passe, and they have to fly that one with a little triangle of colors on the side. And what Do you know what those colors stand for, by the way? I was looking at it the other day and wondering. Yeah, I don't know if they're... Because there were, I mean, there's seven colors in the rainbow, but I don't think that equates with all the letters, you know, LGB, whatever, whatever. So I don't know if if they definitively stand for something. When I encounter, and I would never probably do this unless it was anonymously, but when you encounter someone who's like a hardcore lesbian, like the kind that you see driving those cars, I've, you know, and let's say the person is... 35 or 40 or 50 years old, I'd be tempted to say, I bet your kids are really proud of you. <laughs> Behind your bulletproof glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Knowing that, of course, yeah, if you're a true lesbian, you wouldn't have kids. And they, I just don't understand. Maybe they think they have to recruit more and get more people to believe that because you can't give birth to them. If you're a true lesbian, you're never going to have kids, right? And if you're a homosexual guy, you're never going to father kids. So maybe, maybe they have to trans kids and groom them and all that just to raise the next generation. You're making me build that log cabin up in the woods there so that I can get away from, <laughs> from the lunacy that's going on here. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. There's, there's nothing right about it. My brother-in-law lives on the left coast 
and he's he's always baiting me, and he just did two. <laughs> Uh, within the last couple of weeks here, one was, I don't know if I told you, but he said he was waiting in line um, at a Costco to get gas next to the line that was the transgender line to get gas. Oh, and and then he sent that to me, and I I uh, ripped the left side of my hair out of my head, and then ten minutes later he goes, just kidding. There's no, but but at the same time, I believed him. I believed yeah. him that there was a transgender gas line for transgender people. It was probably three times as long as the <laughs> other line too. Yeah. Really. Oh my gosh. And then today, he he sends me this thing that says uh, a guy's. It's a picture of a guy, um, looking at a woman. And it's a dating site, and, he, and he's asking the woman. He says, "Were you ever a man?" <laughs> oh God! When he wants to date, when he wants to date her, if or him or whatever. So, were you ever yeah. a man? It's like that's where that's where we're at nowadays. Yep. I'm sure there there are probably sites that cater to the to either obviously gays and lesbians, but trans people and I don't know. I know we we've talked about that before. If you were born a, a girl and now you think you're a boy and you like girls. Did you become a boy as a justification for not feeling guilty about dating a girl? That's, that's a lot of big ball of confusion. I can't, Yeah, I, I can't, I, I was talking with a buddy of mine yesterday, actually to talk, and uh, he knew a gay teacher in his school system. And uh -huh. he, I said, did you ever ask him why he turned gay? And he, and he said, uh, yeah, I asked him once, and he said he just didn't like the female anatomy. And mm. uh, I thought, wow, you, you really need a padded cell. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's sadly, it's obviously, again, it's a mental disorder, and that's uh, when we have CC. I know we have to take a deep dive into how that can be uh, rectified because certainly. Don't say it's that word. Not... Okay. I, I actually hesitated a microsecond <laughs> before saying it because I knew you would have take ob take objection to yes. it. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. It's a sick uh, Yep. Uh, what else you got? Well, I got one from uh, um, this is another blue state governor. Uh, okay. And it says, uh, Governor so-and-so, proposal to s seeks to help Michigan workers as the threat of inflation lingers for many across the state. Okay. This is a proposal. Mm -hmm. And what it is is this governor wants to spend $300 million in federal funds, which is our money, in uh -huh. order to assist businesses in paying employees a minimum $15 an hour wage. Now, if I own a business, the last thing I'm going to be looking for is handouts from the government. Uh, there's always strings attached to that. If you are getting handouts from the government in your business to help it stay afloat, that's what's called socialism. Yep. And I don't oh like the idea that she's spending my money 
to help other people with their businesses because I happen to own my own business and I'll never ask for a penny from that governor. I just, it, it's hard to comprehend that they don't understand that a, you just can't print money. I mean, obviously that federal government can, and what a disaster that's been. And I mean, we could talk for three shows about the recession we appear to be headed into if we're not already there, but the whole philosophy, just like forgiving student loans, I mean, it's another another arrow in the same quiver, if you will, of stupidity that they just think they can, the laws of economics don't apply and you can artificially create a minimum wage. And as wasn't it Rush Limbaugh that said, why 15, why not 20 or 30 yes. or $40 yep. an hour? Yeah, exactly. It's just, even if it, even if you could determine, you know, uh, an accurate amount, it still wouldn't make any sense. It's a it's a bandaid on a bad cut, is what it is. And where does yeah. it stop? She gives yeah. three hundred million out this year. What are those businesses going to do next year? Yeah. If they're needing that money to do that, I'm not going to support somebody's business with taxpayer money. That's that that is totally wrong in America. Either you make it. Or you don't make it. Yep. Either work for yourself or you work for somebody else. That's how it works. Yeah, I, Dennis Prager was debating someone about the minimum wage. And as he rightly said, and as, as others have said, the whole idea of starting out is not your first job. You're making so much money that you're perfectly happy there and you stay there. The idea is you get experience, you learn from the school of hard knocks. You know, you go to McDonald's and you do whatever for a while. You go to the hardware and you do whatever. You go to some retail store and you're learning. You're making a little bit more money because you're providing better services and expertise. And then you start your own business or you go to work for another business. But to pay people an artificial wage for work that doesn't deserve it is just, it ruins the human psyche if, I mean, let alone the economy. Exactly. $15 an hour is 30 grand a year. Yeah. And and I know exactly how much money that takes away from uh, a business owner such as myself. Uh, and it's, it's not there. There. And like I say, there's strings attached with the government. You know, there's going to be something that's going to go wrong down the road after they've spent that $300 million. They're not going to do it yeah. every year. That's not going to happen. So, yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, you're just going to leave the employer with a tab for the next year and the year after that and the year after that. Right, right. It never goes down. It can only go up from there if you're giving your employees $15 an hour. Try to keep them when you say, I got to cut it $3 an hour because yeah. the government's not giving me money anymore. Yeah. And then it ruins the business. Uh, oh, well. Someone, yeah, I heard two people talking the other day about the high cost of gas and of course they totally either were ignorant of or glossed over the fact of why it is what it is and they said wow i wish our company would give out gas cards so we could afford gas <laughs> with a totally straight face <laughs> oh my god it's it's unbelievable uh, what's so irritating is all you have to say is turn the pipeline on yeah, gas will go down two thirds what it is now. 
talk about the easiest solution to a problem. Exactly. I mean, he, it, it was the most obvious road to a recession. And, and <laughs> I guess we just keep talking about it. But the whole clean energy, because we're going to flip a switch. And did you hear my wife said that she heard somewhere that uh, and I don't know if I if I mentioned this or if you've heard it, that because of the rolling blackouts, they may have to ask people not to charge their electric cars. <laughs> well, that'd be the ultimate irony of this whole thing. Yeah. Is that you can't I mean, go it, it could easily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think if, think uh, if tomorrow or six months from now, there were 50 million electric cars, how could they possibly have enough electricity for those? Here's the dirty little secret too, and that is is that making the batteries for those cars takes up more CO2 carbon than a car does in eight years. Yeah, a single car. No, no, nobody talks about that. It's the same thing with windmills and solar panels. Yeah. By the time they pay for themselves, they're broken. So. Uh. But nobody talks about that. The, this uh, brilliant idiot governor of this Midwestern state yeah. said that, that the governor said, I'll say it, so you won't, mm-hmm. uh, had, had put out 15 charging stations in the state. Ooh. 15 charging stations. <laughs> so you're all good to go now, you know. Do you do you see those? I mean, some businesses have charging stations, and I I don't know if I've ever seen a car charging at one. I've never seen one charging at one of those. I did talk to a guy two weeks ago that was having one put in his garage. Yeah, and it was. I mean, that makes yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the cost that it's going to cost him to do that. Uh, yeah, I think it was five hundred dollars just to run the the electrical line to the charging station and then i don't know how much he didn't say how much the charging station was but i know of only two places in my state that have charging stations and i've never seen an electric car being charged there yeah by the way you have to pay for that electricity it's not free i know that that's that's another topper that it's just it just goes right over people's heads or you know if you for instance, if you went to say if Home Dep- Depot had a charging station and you limped in on your last volt or watt or <laughs> whatever ampere, yeah, you would have to shop for like eight hours <laughs> before you could drive yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's got to recharge, <laughs> and, and and yeah, I've never heard what it costs to recharge an electric car. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, I'm sure it's, I mean, I'm sure it's way less, especially now than a tank of gas, but I would guess, like, if you charged a Tesla overnight, would it be five, six, seven dollars? I don't know. Well, and how far but, can you go with five, six, seven dollars? Yeah. You know. A couple hundred miles. Maybe. Yeah. And, and you're always in that car. I always thought about this. You're in that car driving, wondering if, if you're going to run out of your, your electric <laughs> stuff before you get to where you need to go, because there are not very many charging stations no it's like planning a vacation okay i'll go over to home depot but oh god i gotta get over there to get my charging station and then i gotta get home it's it's too much thought for that 
Well, imagine the family vacations like we used to go on in our cars when you and I were slightly younger and you would go five or 600 miles, you know, halfway down to Florida or whatever. If you get 200 miles out of your range, that's the range of your car. You drive for three hours and then you have to stop and charge for at least three, four, five hours. How are you going to plan a trip like that? Exactly. Exactly. It's just irritating that you have to sit and have it charge, and, and it's not worth it for the little amount of money that you save, as far as I'm concerned, you know, to have to worry about all of that. And there may be times yeah. when you do run out, and then what do you do? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not like, I mean, you can, if you run out of gas, you know, a mile from the station, you can go and get a gallon of gas and come back. Right, but right. what's the equivalent of, you go to the five and dime and pick up like five D batteries just to get you by. Yeah. Yeah. You go buy 20 of them at Costco and yeah. All right. There's my gas can. That should get me another half mile. Right. I had, I would constantly be worried about that, that uh, exactly what you said. Cause you know, I mean the, the cars are accurate enough when you hear the beep beep or you see 35 miles to empty that, you know, within the next 10 miles, you better get to a gas station. But And guess what? Within 10 miles, you'll be at a gas station. Yeah, and yeah. it'll take you five minutes to fill up, and you're good for another three, 400 miles. Right, exactly. That's why the electric car is nice. You know, I, I like the idea of an electric car, uh, but they're, too, they're way too expensive, as they say, and, yeah. and there's way too many gas-powered cars in the world to to switch over overnight like AOC thinks you can do. You know, obviously the whole idea of subsidizing or giving you a tax credit to buy one means the market's not ready for it because you know, did they did they give tax incentives for to for you know, to buy Fords and Oldsmobiles and all that back in the 1910s and 20s? <laughs> Nope. People people wanted them. Ford paid his people more so they could afford to buy their own car. I mean, that's that's called smart. It's called capitalism. That's how you do yep. that. Exactly. You, you know, uh, go, go ahead and make the electric cars. And if, if you want everyone to buy one, you know, cut the price in half. Or yep. um, don't be shoving it down my throat at this point or anybody else's that wants to run on a gas-powered car. For the rest of their life because it will take a generation to switch from gas to electric yeah definitely yeah without yeah call me call me when china and india are half electric cars and then i'll talk to you bingo hey talk to me when india has more than uh one flush toilet for every hundred thousand people <laughs> then talk to me is that is that, that true? that's true that's oh absolutely my true yep Oh, Slit trenches crazy. right there in the cities. You bet. I did see. Have you seen that uh, with inflation the way it's going for everything, but I guess especially for food that some people like cereals and other things, they're not raising their prices, but they're cutting down how much they put in a box of cereal, like from 12 ounces to 10 ounces or something like that. Did you Did you notice that since you're the cereal king? Yeah. And I don't know cereal specifically, but I have noticed other things where you pick it up and you go, wow, that doesn't seem as heavy as it used to be. And I guess, I mean, that one way to go on a diet, I guess, is, 
you pay the same yeah. amount for food and you just don't eat as much. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's a great uh, yeah. diet book. Biden's when diet. You go, <laughs> when you go to a, a good to upper class restaurant, how often do you eat everything as opposed to take home? I never take home anything. Oh, really? Oh, only one time. One time I, I, and this was uh, actually earlier this year when I was in a southern state. Okay. And it was the only time I ever remember taking a little bit home. I eat everything usually when I'm there. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, even eat- portions aren't that big to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember, I don't eat breakfast. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess when you think about it that way, I mean, if you're going to eat 2,000 calories a day or whatever, you either divide it up three ways. So, you know, 650 calories plus a few snacks or you just have bigger meals. So I guess I never really thought of it that way. But you, you're you not like a grazer that will just... Have you ever met anyone like that who just like eats a little here and eats a little there and never really has a meal? Uh... I think I know somebody that does that, but I don't watch them do it. Yeah. Uh, but they have they have um, they have physical problems with okay. their digestive system and stuff, so they're told to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But nobody nobody that's has a normal digestive system have I. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Have you? I was just. Hey, have you ever taken no. home a doggy bag? Oh yeah, all the time. What? Oh, yeah. Well, you're real thin, though, so. and I hate you for that. So, Oh, well, what about, I was just thinking about animals, like the grazing animals, cows or, you know, giraffes or elephants or whatever, that are just constantly grazing versus like a lion or something that, you know, hunts and kills something and has a big meal and then doesn't eat again. Well, I would think the... <laughs> The calories for the lion would be a lot more than grass or or berries right. and stuff for a three ton elephant, but which is probably why they have to do that. But uh, yeah, uh, those, yeah, because yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say those those lions are hunting every day. So right, yeah, yeah. I guess if if you ate a, and maybe that's you know they kill a what what does that lion typically kill a warthog or I don't know what they eat, but they probably eat four, five, six thousand calories and that sets them for the day. But like you said, if you're a an elephant or giraffe or whatever and you're, you're just grazing, you literally have to graze all day to get that same in you know, intake. But it's it's funny that those animals, I mean there's no such thing as a carnivorous <clears throat> giraffe or I mean, they can't make themselves eat meat, I would guess. I've never seen one eat meat. <laughs> no, that's just, I mean, unlike, yeah, I guess unlike humans who have the choice. But giraffes are skinny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But elephants are pretty big, and oh, yeah. I mean, they don't, eat, yeah. they don't eat meat. No, but they, like you say, they graze constantly. Yeah. So. It is, it is crazy. Hmm. Well, that's, uh, you got anything else? I guess we're... Uh, covered a lot of stuff tonight <laughs> well I, I i'll save the other um the other governmental stuff for next week oh all right um, yeah i think if all goes well we'll have our cuban-american uh, masha on next week so that'll be oh good i took i told her to start 
getting some topics ready for us. I'm sure she'll have some interesting takes on our topics too. Well, I've got I've got one or two here that I would we got to do our would you rather? Oh, all right, let's rather. hit it. And, and you got to think about this for a second. Everybody out okay. there that listens, he doesn't yeah. know I was going to ask this. Okay, so think all about right. it just for a second. Would you rather eat a small cactus or a cup of pebbles? Uh, literally a cup. Exactly. Or a small. So are you thinking like six inches tall cactus? Yeah. I don't I, think I. I, I, I wow. I, you know, just maybe even I, one of those little dwarf cactuses. Yeah. But eat a cactus. Man. I don't know that you could literally, uh, I mean, your teeth would break if you tried to eat pebbles. I guess I would have to eat a cactus. I, I think, I, I, and I've had time to think about this because I'm the one yeah. that's asking, but I, right. think, I think when they say a couple pebbles, what I'm thinking of are some smooth stones. Yeah, and, and, and I, just swallow them? just swallow them. them. Right. Yeah. Okay, as opposed, so... I mean, you could swallow a cactus, <laughs> but that would be ugly if you did something yeah. like that. It's, uh, um, but but wow. I, yeah, I would say pebbles all the way okay. instead of a cactus. Okay. So uh, that's good. That's good. Anything? Uh, got one more? I got or? one more for you. All right. Would you rather experience the Titanic or the Hindenburg? Oh, did anyone live on the Hindenburg? No. Then I guess the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trick question. Oh, that's uh, a good answer. That's a good yeah. answer. Uh, Man, at least the, the thing about the Titanic is, you you know, you know it's sinking and you've got time to at least do something. But that poor Hindenburg. Yeah. I mean, once that thing caught fire, it was probably literally what ten seconds or yeah, that was nothing but ugly when that happened. So yeah. plus burning, burning to me, I don't know. The the ice is a slower death, of of course. Yeah, but yeah. I I think in the long run, I think I'd rather die that slow death than burn. That's that just doesn't sound good to me. That's second only uh, to being eaten by an animal. Oh so. man. Okay. Anyway, well, there you go. There's yeah. something light, light, lighthearted to end this with. Hey, here's one last thing because I don't know if I'll remember this. I was thinking I took a bike ride right before this, and you remember the cheers from the the real women cheerleaders in high school that lean to the left, lean to the right. Yes. Do you think that would be politically acceptable today, <laughs> knowing how that ends? Oh, my God, you're starting to think like I do. <laughs> That's the worst part of that whole thing. <laughs> That's exactly what I would think. Oh, I, 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 bet, I bet they don't allow that anymore. I would love to hear the cheers these days. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Uh, lean to the uh, left, lean to the right, stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Well, you yep. know, uh, that's what they're doing. They're fighting. <laughs> Oh, oh man. gosh. All right. Well, another rollicking week, raising each other's IQ plus the audiences, more importantly. Thank you all for listening. We want to see those numbers keep going up. So keep sharing, keep liking, keep leaving reviews, and keep coming back 
to the right angle. That was easy.